Praise the Lord, saints, and welcome to the Powerhouse Radio Network. I'm Brother Wade, the Outspoken One, and I want to thank you for joining us here today. You can contact me here at the Powerhouse Radio Network by stopping us right here at Apostolic Talking at PowerhouseRadioNetwork.com. That's Apostolic Talking at PowerhouseRadioNetwork.com. You have a prayer request, go ahead and shoot it over to us at Pray at PowerhouseRadioNetwork.com. So for the thousands upon thousands listening, for the millions around the world, our Skype is up and running. The chadrons are chatting. Brothers and sisters, let's get ready to PowerCast! Why is the modern apostolic so weak? No matter the issue, whether defending the family against divorce, opposing same-sex marriage, fighting feminism, are protecting overall religious liberties, the apostolic church seems to be on the losing side. We have proven ourselves to be virtually ineffective against combating the leftist agenda. My question today is why? If a society loses its faith in its overriding religion, something else replaces it. Look at the history of Rome. When it lost its faith in its Roman gods, little g, all kinds of cults started spreading across it. We fast forward to modern times. On June the 25th, 1962, 39 million students were forbidden to do what they and their predecessors had been doing since the founding of this great nation, publicly calling upon the name of the Lord Jesus at the beginning of each school day. And what has evolved from this decision is a society where people have adopted what they call pure logic. The pure logic has complete rule over their lives. We can read in Jeremiah 17 and 9 where the word says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. I'm sure you have heard it this phrase before, but majority rules. When most people lose their faith, they adopt the leftist of causes. And with the religious favor, they make a snake-handling Christian Pentecostal seem like a perfection in reasoning. Need more proof? Try to talk with a leftist person and suggest that Caitlyn Jenner really is a man. Or tell Al Gore that global warming or climate change is fake. See how that works out for you. No matter what Obama or any other politician tells you, Christianity is the religion of the United States. But the problem is is that the Apostles' Doctrine is not healthy in America. If it were, the American society would never have reached this degenerate state of affairs. And if we are ever going to to do anything about this current decline in morals, we must understand what happened. How did we get so far off of God's plan? It was in the 1960s that Christianity took a turn for the worse here in the United States. If you are a student of history, you know that the communists were spreading throughout the world. The talking heads predicted that communism, not the capitalist West, would rule the world. And due to the fact that some religious leaders seen communism with its focus on equality, economic fairness, and commonality as the fulfillment of Christianity. 
How could anyone have believed this nonsense is beyond me? The Soviet and the Chinese-style communism was a brutal, godless, ineffective system. It took the desires to achieve from the people. It crushed them both in body as well as their soul. Most pastors during that time strongly believed that the success communism was on an indictment of our apostolic beliefs, which emphasizes this Acts 2.38 message and holiness. So these noodle spines turned this Christian message away from teaching personal morality. Instead, they started teaching social justice, taking up the issues like the oppression of women, economic redistribution, as well as saying all religions are equal. They were trying to make our society into an Eden again, instead of pointing the souls towards heaven. Does that sound familiar to you? Of course not. All the Christian groups were affected by this nonsense. The biggest effect was on the large mainstream denominations. Some mainline Protestant churches were almost completely taken over. Now, before we start blaming the pastors of that time for their wimpiness, the benchwormers, the pew sitters, also share in this blame. We read in 2 Corinthians 6 and 17 where the word says, Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. If we as apostolics do not demonstrate any change in our lives from our beliefs, what do we expect? You want to call yourself an apostolic to a point, but when it comes to sacrificing something, because of your beliefs, we become soft like a wet noodle. And at that point, they simply surrendered. I'm not here to offend anyone. I want to make that very clear. But there are a lot of apostolics who are shamefully ignorant of the reason for their beliefs. Unfortunately, most of the blame can be laid straight at the feet of the pastors and his ministers because they are not teaching separation. They're not teaching holiness, but the so-called saints are to blame as well. 2 Timothy 2 and 15 says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Now trust me, I know he's not apostolic, but you have seen men out there like Joel Osteen, who may have known the truth but chooses to leave it out because it seems to be more lucrative. After all, how hard is it for any of us to pick up a book to understand what you believe and why you believe it? Turn off the television, church. Turn it off and start getting in the Word. Throw away the New York Times, church. You cannot find correct theology in the television or the New York Times. You have a decision to make, church. You can choose to separate yourself from the world or become increasingly irrelevant. Look, church, no matter how good you are, it will not compensate for your lack of knowledge of the Word of God. You have to be obedient to the Word. So many people today believe that if you are a good person, you're going to heaven. If you are one of these people, 
Let me be frank here. You are wrong. Some simple mental belief in Jesus will not save you. You will not make it into heaven like that. Now hear me out, church. Are we not told in 2 Timothy to rightly divide the word of truth? There are people out there that are saying that all you need to do to be saved is to have faith. They tell you a mental belief in Jesus is all it takes to make it into heaven. I want you to hear me and I want you to hear me well. Please listen. Faith alone will not get you into heaven. Faith without works is dead, church. Matthew tells us few there be find it. There will be a huge throng of good people in hell. There will be billions of beautiful, smiling, happy, talented, intelligent, successful, likable, friendly, popular people who will be cast into the lake of fire. They failed to be obedient to the word of God and they will be weeping and gnashing of teeth for eternity. I don't care how good you are, church. Being good will not save you. You have not obeyed the biblical commands by saying, I accept you. I believe in you. That does not do it. Now, church, I'm going to give you five showstoppers. If you fail them, hear me now, you will not be saved. Number one showstopper. Believe that the Lord our God is one Lord. Deuteronomy 6 and 4 says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Now, Brother Wade, that is the Old Testament. Well, let's go back over here to the New Testament and let's see what the New Testament church is. You know, you want to say we are, we are in the New Testament church. Well, Mark 12 and 29 says, And Jesus answered him, the first of all the commandments. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Jesus said that it is still the first commandment. Jesus is not the, the, the second person of three. John 1 and 1 verses 1 through 2 and then 14 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. And verse 14 says, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus is the only one of one, church. Isaiah 9 and 6 tells it as plain as day, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Now, church, the Pharisees asked Jesus, Where is thy father? And in John 8 and 19, he answered, He said, If ye believe not that I am he, ye shall die in your sins. They understood not that he spake to them of the father in John 8 and 27. You've got to understand this, church. It is a showstopper. If you do not understand that Jesus is the Father, you will die in your sins. Don't you dare get mad at me. I didn't say that Jesus did. Do you understand what I'm trying to say, church? Now, the number two showstopper. You must fully repent of all your sins. Repent means 
to turn away, not some cute little prayer, repent of your sins and dedicate your life to holy living. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. We can see in Matthew 4 and 17. The word says in Luke 13 and uh, 13 verse 3 and 5, except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. We know what Acts 2.38 says, repent and be baptized. Now, please hear me, church. You must fully and sincerely repent, which means to turn away from your sins. If you do not do this, you will be thrown into the lake of fire. You must die to sin. You must die to self. You must die to the world or you will not be saved. You must bring forth works. Meet with repentance, Matthew 3 and 8. Bear fruit worthy of repentance. Acts 26 and 20 says, Make no provision of the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Romans 13 and 14 says, For if you live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify or kill the deeds of the body, you shall live. Failure to genuinely sincerely repent and forsake your old ways is a showstopper church the number three showstopper be baptized in the name of jesus for the remissions of your sins church we have to be obedient to the word of god in order for you to be properly baptized it must be done in the name of Jesus. If you are sprinkled, if titles were spoken over you, your sins will not be remitted. You just got wet. I want you to hear me, church. Your sins are not washed away by the blood of Jesus until you obey the word of God. Repent. Be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Church, you must obey Acts 2.38. Failing to be baptized in the name of Jesus is a showstopper. Now, the number four showstopper. Be filled with the Holy Ghost speaking with other tongues. Jesus said, he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Luke 13 and 16, Jesus said, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. John 20 and 22, Paul said that if you never receive the Holy Ghost, you are none of his. Romans 8 and 9 says, If any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. This is a showstopper, church. If you are never baptized in the Holy Ghost, you will not be saved. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God, John 3 and 3. Now, the number five showstopper church, you must live a holy life. Holy means separation from the world, consecrated and sanctified unto God, not conformed to the world. We see that in Romans 12 and 22, but conformed to the image of Christ, Romans 8 and 29. 
Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. 1 John 2 and 15. If you love the world, you do not love God. That, my friends, is a showstopper. The Bible says in Hebrews 12 and 14, without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. Failure to live a holy life is a showstopper, church. You will not see God. Folks, I thank you for listening to Apostolic Talking. I'm Brother Wade right here on the Powerhouse Radio Network. Until next time, may God bless you all and keep you safe. This is Brother Stephen Spiegel, and you're listening to the Outspoken Apostolic on the Powerhouse Radio Network. Well, church, the time has run out on us today. Thank you for spending just a few minutes of your time in studying and discussing God's holy word. If you have any need that you need us to pray for, please do not hesitate to send us an email at apostolictalking at powerhouseradionetwork.com. Apostolic Talking without the G. My name is Brother Wade, and me and the staff here at Powerhouse Radio Network are also available for Christian counseling if you find yourself in need. Please visit our webpage at powerhouseradionetwork.com for the latest apostolic talking news, all of Brother Wade's preachings, teachings, and engagements, and of course, previous PowerCast, our weekly rants, Sunday school lessons, Bible studies, and of course, our sermons. May God bless you and keep you safe. Powerhouse. Radio Network.